Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. Aubrey Dent's short visit from London had been helpful in two respects. First, he'd informed us that Helena Jansen, of the graceful blonde beauty, had been a British agent, though dropped because of double dealings with the shadiest bunch in the entire espionage field. Also, he'd furnished us with a clue that was to lead us onto another of the six scientists who shared the dread secret of the death ray. Strangely enough, he was a Scot, though his name was Zorowski. Angelo, Sir Giles Davenport's servant, checked on him. He was a consulting engineer in Rio, as Aubrey said. Angelo returned to Sir Giles' flat with so much information that this appeared to be one of the easier tasks so far in our search. Well, there you are, cousin. Address of our Scottish pool, floor and precise locale of his office. Oh, nice work, Angelo. A routine investigation, Senor. <laughs> you know, chap, you certainly are a champ at ferreting out this sort of stuff. No, it presents little difficulty. A relative was able to assist. A relative? <laughs> Is this a leg pull or some such, Sir Giles? Anything but, Carson, anything but. Why laugh, my darling? Well, I was merely thinking to myself that you hadn't come up against the relative business yet. <laughs> there are times when I feel this rogue of mine must have cousins and nephews planted on every street corner in Rio. You see, old man, in this building where your Zorowski bird has his offices... Angelo has uh, um, a cousin, Senor. He is one of the cleaners. A cleaner, yes, that, that's it. Oh, oh, I see. I catch on, huh? You'll no doubt hear quite a lot about our relatives as time goes on. However, now that we've said farewell to Major Dent for the time being, I suppose you'll be getting busy, Carson. Yeah, so, Sir Giles. Well, then, uh, anything more you want from Angelo? Oh, seems to have given me all necessary. Um, he's a quiet man, so your cousin says, Angelo. Si, Senor, one of orderly habits. He is a man of excellent manners and unfailing cheerfulness. He has a plump wife and a number of small children. Uh, quite a contrast to that other fellow you contacted, way back of the beyond. Dr. Diaz. <laughs> yeah, it seems so. Let's hope this Zorowski is more help to us than that ailing madman. Yes, but I'm wondering... What, old man? Well, come along, out with it. There's more than a chance that our rival agents have already been at him. Did you pick up anything on that, Angelo? No, nothing, Excellency. Hmm. It is something we must take into serious consideration. I most wholeheartedly agree. If I could make my contact with him through ordinary business channels, it might be a shortcut to get at his information. Steady on, Carson. How through ordinary business channels? I explain. He's a consulting engineer specializing in factory construction. Well, that's right. Angelo said something to that effect. My relative informs me that he has many fine buildings to his credit. More than likely, he was concerned with the erecting of the plant for this devilish wreathing. Mm, possibly, sir. But I cut in there. Uh, do go on. Well, Sir Giles, I'm with a meat importing firm. Well, where the blazes does the business connection come in? We've a large plant here. Cool storage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, I, I, I get it now. As a matter of fact, we are considering more freezing space. <laughs> My time behind office desks has been brief, but I did gather that. Mm, the more I think of it, the sounder it seems. You could be getting opinions on expansion on behalf of the parent company in London. Mm, sir. Give you quite a chance to get acquainted with him, too. Well, it's up to you, Carson. Oh, I'll make the necessary arrangements. Take him out to the storage plant and look it over. A freezer might be a trifle on the chilly side, but a very handy place for quiet and interrupted uh, 
Oh, wow. Mm, uh, splendid. Uh, uh. Mm. Nerves not the best yet, it seems. You want me to answer it, Sir Giles? You might as well. <laughs> Beginning to wonder whether this is your apartment or mine. Hello. Wonderful. I get you again. Yeah? Fair? You do not know my voice? You have other friends with the same accent, perhaps? Oh, there's only one voice like yours, my dear. All the same. Sometimes I wonder whether you just uh, trail me along. <laughs> now, what's the back of all this? It seems you give other women the cause to let their hearts keep fluttering. Something has been happening. <laughs> Anything wrong, Sir Giles? Just a trifle amused. Uh, Monsieur Bruce? Do go ahead, old man. Otherwise, to borrow a word, you're going to cop it. <laughs> Thanks. Monsieur Bruce? Uh, yes, Faye? Who you talk to? Me upon the telephone and someone else at the other end? Oh, momentary interruption. Go ahead. It is not nice. Not when I have something of great importance to tell you. Oh, apologies, Dev. Uh, what is it? A certain person has designs upon you. Yeah, wouldn't be first. Are you listening, Monsieur Bruce? Oh, yes, both ears. Um, almost. Then I not tell you. Oh, but Faye, you said you I had... I so know. Something of great importance. Well, if it is your wish to discover all about it, tonight I will be at Branca Tulipa. Perhaps I talk to you only, perhaps. Faye. Hmm. Uh, to quote a phrase, Carson, she did her block. <laughs> Thanks to you, sir. <laughs> ah, you young fellows get all the fun. A little leg-pulling such as this is about all I get. No doubt she'll be going to this new cabaret place where she's dancing. So? Well, um, all jokes apart, Carson, that dear child always struck me as being an excellent actress. Make sure the little scene at the other end of the wire wasn't especially staged to lure you into another web. Oh, hardly think so, sir. In this game, old man, you must always be on your guard. Indeed, there are times when I even suspect John Gillo... Oh, Excellency! Uh, ...merely of having a few lady loves tucked away with the so-called relatives. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cousin, you've a job or two ahead. Best of luck. One marvellous thing about Sir Giles, he could be light-hearted in even the deadliest crisis. In fact, I came to believe that he took a real delight in our undercover activities. Anyway, I contacted Anton Zorowski and spoke to a man with an unmistakable Scots accent. It was highly intriguing. Next day, he was to meet me at the freezing plant. Meanwhile, I decided to call upon the ravishing French-Italian Fay at the White Tulip. Monsieur Bruce, please understand that I am not yet decided whether I speak to you. <laughs> You're sitting down at the table, my dear. Perhaps. Fay, about a day earlier... You're I... not just... Take my hand and hold it and think you win me over. <laughs> then I get down on my knees. No, no, please, Monsieur Bruce, not here. Why not? It perhaps looks a little silly. And the management, they will ask what strange kind of gentleman friends I have. Oh, only trying to tell you how sorry I am for any upset. Oh, you're forgiven, Monsieur Bruce. <laughs> Wait off my mind. You're worried? I oh, was. Terrible thought to have you angry with me. No, no. I am not the tiniest little bit angry. I am worried for you. As I tell you over the telephone, there is someone who has designs upon you. Mm, now, who could that be? The one with the red hair. Hetty Fitzhenry? Oui. Oh, what a silly name. Mm. You've been uh, seeing her, Samson? I see her, Monsieur Bruce, and I also hear her. Where's all this? In this place, last night. Hetty was here last night? Oui, with Monsieur Roger. Strange, they didn't say they were coming. Oh, uh, but go on. I can see the sharp look in the eyes of this uh, 
This Hetty. She does not like me. Feelings mutual, it seems. However... I speak to one of the waiters, and he say that she boasts that I cannot hold you. Oh, I see. What are my legs and a few steps of a dance against her wonderful personality and her talent with the painting of birds? I am so enraged, Monsieur Bruce, that I walk right around and get close behind the column near to that table so I can hear. She is making the great boast to Monsieur Roger about what she is going to do to you. Mm, interesting. She is going to lure you somewhere. Lure me? Oui, to some place. And then you are going to swoon at her feet. Oh, she is a great boaster, Monsieur Bruce. I do not like to tell tales, but then I am so frank and open that I cannot help it. Oh, steady now. What's this? I am so worked up. I, I feel I cry. Oh, now, now. I only tell you because I wish to protect you, and I am so very fond of you. Promise, Monsieur Bruce. Promise that you will not allow her to lure you into anything. Well, all right. Think of our red hair as the signal of danger. And think of me as someone you can trust and love. All the same, I still had Sir Giles' warning at the back of my mind. Why was Faye so anxious for me to steer clear of Hetty? Perhaps she knew something more about my bird painter friend than she was letting on. Anyway, I stayed on at the White Tulip, then back to my hotel suite in readiness for meeting Anton Zorowski next day. Had ample opportunity to study him as I showed him through the plant. He was short, early fifties, well-fed, ruddy. But there was something curious about the way he spoke. Indeed, Mr. Carson, even after the short inspection, it is evident to me that widespread modernizing is essential. Well, then, uh, if interested, uh, conduct more detailed survey. Oh, that would be most essential. Anyway, uh, in here, empty freezer. Like you to see it. Oh, of course, I am most interested. Uh, massive doors, these. <coughs> ah, that's got it. Hey. After you, Mr. Zorowski. Thank you. Hey, this is a fairly old-style present. So I see. <laughs> it's <rather> chilly, eh? <laughs> Change from outside. It is the heat that I much prefer. Uh -huh, see, you're one of those chappies who decided he'd had enough of Scotland's cold and left. I am not a Scot, Mr. Carson. I am Polish. Oh, but you speak... Uh, uh... I know, I know, I... I speak English with something of a Scots accent. <clears throat> the answer is simple. When I commenced my training in the world of science and engineering, I went from Poland to Scotland. Oh, I see. <laughs> that explains so much. Explains? I expected you to be a European of some kind. <sighs> now I understand indeed. It seems so very strange, this consultation. <laughs> it is a trap. You are another of them. My purpose, Mr. Zorowski, is an honorable one. Honorable? <laughs> they all say the same. Even Chaco. Chaco? So, we hear it again. And that is all you will hear from these lips of mine, Mr. Mr. Spy. Now, let me... The door! Great heavens, who did that? Who did that? <laughs> As if you did not know. This is all part of the trick to force something out of me. But I will not speak. Never. Now, steady on. Someone else has shut that door, locked us in this freezer. The idea being, no doubt, that neither you nor I will ever speak again.
moment Zorowski realized what I was after, he was ready to fight like a cornered dog. But we were both cornered, trapped in a freezer. In the midst of Rio's heat, this seemed an icy end to our hopes in Operation Death Ray. Mm-hmm. 